Free will, which is often questioned by many students and scholars alike, is a controversial topic that deals with the nature of human personalities, as well as the choices that humans do or do not make. I have often found myself pondering on the freedoms people prize so much, and whether they actually exist. Specifically, in times of busyness and stress, such as school, I have doubted the reality of my surroundings. As I continue to grow and progress through life, my conceptualization of free will, as well as other philosophical ideas, have expanded in direct correlation with my maturity and understanding of the world around me. Exploring philosophical questions like this is necessary for the growth and development of an individual, as it has helped me in so many ways. As I have journeyed through Severn School, a particular moment in ninth grade sticks out to me which has heavily influenced my perspective of free will and the forces behind it. Near the finale of my freshman year, there was a day in which I simply strut across the halls, observing the natures and behaviors of my fellow classmates. I wondered to myself, were their interactions with each other so repetitive and predictable as to not be real at all? Did they really have a choice in their affairs, and very personalities for that matter? Did I have a choice? On that day, I thought that people all around me, including myself, had been living in somewhat closed loops. The same conversations, the same types of relationships, the same monotony. In that same casual day, I began, I began to turn to religion in order to further explore the, con the concept of free will. I asked myself, did the existence of God prevent the existence of free will? If God is all-knowing, then he already knows what choices we are going to make before we actually follow through with them. In other words, our actions, decisions, and varied personalities are locked in time, predestined. Conversely, I thought, if God doesn't exist, then perhaps free will does. This line of thought excited me as I am highly fascinated by life and its intricate meanings. Through this somewhat enlightening experience, I decided to turn to philosophical sources, whether real or based on fantasy, in order to evolve my process of thinking. Westworld, in particular, has heavily influenced me throughout the years. Westworld, a fictional HBO TV show, encompasses the creation of a technological theme park, or world, of which is inhabited by android hosts, running on dialogue and personality scripts. Humans are allowed to visit the park as guests, and take actions of any kind they choose without retaliation or consequence from the hosts. The hosts are killed and abused by the guests, but however they are reset and their memories are erased, effectively trapping them in a loop of the creator's story. The creator, or God, of this Westworld is a man named Robert Ford. Throughout the show, the narrative focuses on the conscious awakening of the hosts, as these androids realize and respond to the falseness of their reality by means of regaining memories of their past lives. As the plot advances, Ford begins to interact with the hosts, Bernard in particular, and makes sure to eliminate any memories they might possess in order to spare them from the pain of their past lives. The question of free will is a central theme to the show, 
The repetitive script and predetermined personalities of the host suggest the same for us humans in real life. Our decisions, dialogue, and very personalities could be written into God's story, just as the hosts are written into Ford's story. In particular, an in-depth conversation between Ford and the constantly awakening Bernard furthermore suggests a non-existence of free will. Bernard begins by questioning the nature of his own life and whether the emotions that have been assigned to him are real or not. Ford responds by saying, every host needs a backstory, Bernard. You know that. The self is a kind of fiction for hosts and humans alike. It's a story we tell ourselves. Your imagined suffering makes you lifelike. Bernard goes on to compare his consciousness to that of humans, as being lifelike makes him not fully alive. Ford tells him, There is no threshold that makes us greater than the sum of our parts, no inflection point at which we become fully alive. We cannot define consciousness because consciousness does not exist. Humans fancy that there's something special about the way they perceive the world, and yet we live in loops as tight and closed as the hosts do. This lack of consciousness leads to the conclusion that we humans are simply code and script, that our very way of life is so monotonous that we are not truly alive. However, while this show largely indicates a lack of free will, a brief conversation between the host Dolores and again Ford reveals a glimmer of free will. Ford describes Michelangelo's famous painting of God and man to Dolores, highlighting the hidden work of the human brain in the painting and explaining the human meaning behind said brain. The divine gift does not come from a higher power, but by our own minds. This message suggests that choice and personality is not assigned to us by God, but rather the freedom of choice is ours for the taking. This message contradicts the main argument of the show, installing a certain philosophical conflict in the viewer. Westworld has heavily influenced my philosophy, as well as my very personality, with its many contradicting characters and beliefs, ultimately shaping my growth as a person. Through the experience of high school and the exploration of philosophical fantasies like Westworld, I have finally found my way into having a greater understanding and formulating philosophical opinions of the world around me, as well as the nature of free will itself. While the many sources that have influenced me throughout my life have con conflicting ideas about the philosophical nature of life and choice, through my experience I have been led to believe that free will does not exist. To this day, I still believe that God's existence prevents that of free will. We as humans are written characters in the story of our universe, the story of God. Human beings all have a part to play in God's plan. However, the control of our fates can seem cruel to most, as not having the ability to choose may defeat the purpose of life in itself. Additionally, if this theory holds true, then all sources of evil in the world are created by none other than God himself. All murderers and criminals are created to be so. In the Bible, Adam and Eve are meant to eat the apple and turn to sin, as told in God's story. Of course, it is still entirely possible that the author does not exist and that we forge our own destinies. This thought in favor of free will is supported by Ford's conversation with Dolores. 
However, while it is still possible that free will exists in this reality, I have grown to argue against free will because despite our ability to make choices, most of us allow choices to be made for us in society. We like to be told what to do because it makes life easy for us. Beyond this, our personalities, while uniquely forged by the similarly unique environment and people surrounding us, are still so predictable and narrow. There will always be a limit of the amount of choices we can make. A, per a person has a certain coding which orders their lives. However, like I previously said, a choice could still remain. I have grown to believe this could have both positive and negative consequences. We would be provided with a certain liberating freedom to our lives with the existence of a choice, giving us meaning and purpose. This freedom would also mean our sins to be purely of our own making, so as to possibly make our lives controlled by the poor choices we make. Some people cannot make the right choice by themselves, so in a way, free will would endanger them. Regardless of my highly circumstantial theories of the universe, my opinion of free will, and life for that matter, has grown so much through my experience. It is important to note, though, that my maturity and understanding have only begun to evolve, and I must be willing to change in order to further benefit my education in the future. Questioning the idea of free will has been a fundamental tool of my development, and I strongly believe that pondering on philosophical questions such as this enlightens people in a necessary way. These sort of questions help us understand who we are. With this knowledge, the tasks of life are made all the easier.